attention on the street at the parade But you would rather be in the dark age Just making that sign Must have taken all night You just need to take several seats And then try to restore the peace And control your urges to scream about all the people you hate Cause shade never made anybody less gay so Hey guys, what's up? <laughs> Actually, I love that song. Whatever. Ah, how are you all guys? How are you all doing? Uh, this is Mohawk Colasso. And uh, that, was, uh, that was Taylor Swift uh, with her song, uh, You Need to Just Stop. I don't know whether she calls that song that, but Taylor Swift is is the talk of the town i must say and the thing is i'm not a fan of her music i'm actually not her fan of a fan of her music because um uh, it's not that i don't appreciate her work of course she's good but not all of her music is something that that's really is something that i listen to because uh but i love this song of hers uh because it has that attitude you know it gives you that uh it's got the perfect attitude that I look in every song, um, because uh, you know I was I, actually um, I also checked out her latest album Taylor Swift's album Lover. I believe uh, I don't know how many tracks are there, how many songs are there in that uh, album, but uh, I listened to the title track and um, I didn't really like it because it's too romantic and uh, it's too cute. It's a uh, too uh, it's too kind of, you know, uh, it's too romantic and uh, that's something that I don't really enjoy. So, uh, uh, so good for people, of course. It's, it's, got, it's, got, it's got a good beat, it's, got, it's soft, it's mellow, it's cute. But uh, that's something that I didn't really enjoy. It. But I love Taylor Swift as a person, as, especially. Um, I love her attitude. I love her personality. I love the the way she uses her brain, you know, to kind of uh, she she's the best slammer I think uh, uh, that we ever have. Like I love the way you know she was everybody from adult rock. No, sorry, kid rock or whatever that guy's name. He's a kid. He's like he's an adult already. You know, he's like, and he still calls him name himself kid rock. And that guy he goes after Taylor Swift for what? I mean, uh, uh, saying that the girl wants to go get into Hollywood and that's why she's become a Democrat. What an idiot, man. I mean, come on. Like, if, if Taylor Swift really wanted to get into Hollywood, she could definitely get into it without, needing to, without having to be uh, political about it. That guy has lost his brains, I must say that, adult rock. And, um, uh, uh, like... So whatever, you know, this guy, this girl, I mean, Taylor Swift has been in the news for a long time and I like her because of her attitude. I really love her because of her attitude. The way she slammed Scooter, the Scooter guy, I mean, whoever he is, he purchased a, 
uh, all her songs. Imagine, you know, you, you put in so much of effort, you write your songs, you know, you do all that work. You're a newcomer. So you make little sacrifices. You cannot, you cannot kind of own your music, but I believe, you know, she's been so long in the industry. Uh, this guy, the producer, whoever he is, you know, the owner of her music right now. It's it's sad, you know, I know. I mean, he's done the right thing. He owns it. He, so he owns the music. But at the same time, if she wanted to buy it, he could have given it to her, you know, which he didn't really, uh, he didn't really want to do it because he wanted to own. And then he had a lot of those supporters, uh, you know, on his side. And Taylor Swift was just like out there uh, fighting for ownership of music. But I love the way she really slammed, grand slammed this entire controversy that was going on wherein she's going to re-record all her songs. And I love that about her, you know. That's what you got to do. You need to, you need, you just don't shut up. You just don't need, you don't shut up, you know. You need to do what you got to do in your power. And I think she's, she can do it, so why not? And I think, you know, uh, with her with her maturity and uh, being so long in industry, I'm sure that all her songs, you know, which she's going to re-record is going to sound much better than when she was a newcomer. That's what I feel. Of course, people say there's a lot of mature maturity, you know, the voice gets a little different, but I don't think so. I think it's going to be a bam. It's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be much better than what, uh, this guy scooter really has with him you know so I'm, I'm really happy about it but i didn't really enjoy her i just listened to the title track of the album lover and i think it's too romantic so for all you romantic people out there um the cute people out there which you should be but i am not so that that's a sad part about the whole story uh, i'm sure you're going to enjoy uh taylor swift's album lover so go check it out um right so that's uh that's something that i really and that's why i really played a little bit of that song because i wanted to kind of uh, uh draw attention to the album for guys you know to for you to check it out and i love this i love her i love her attitude that's the best part about her she she literally uses her brain and uh that's the best part about taylor swift right so um you know, uh, I was, uh, th there's, there's a lot happening about the Amazon fires. I mean, um, and I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to sound funny. I don't want to sound, uh, uh, I, maybe I'm dumb. Yeah, that's fine. I'm dumb, but I don't want to sound funny when I say that the last time I'll tell you really, like, you know, actually the last time I talked about, or I read about, or I listened to someone speaking about the Amazon rainforest was when I was in high school. That is maybe the, the primary school. That's what we say it out there. But uh, it's like the fifth, maybe fifth or sixth grade uh, in the United States. You know, that, that's primary school back home. And uh, so that's, that's the time that I really heard about the Amazon rainforest. Imagine, like nobody ever talked about it. It was not written anywhere. We live in an internet world. And I don't know why that was never talked about. And then I come to know, like, you know, I remember learning about it and then I forgot everything. That's what we do, right? We just study, study, study. And then we forget everything that we learn. That's, that's all about me. I've never remembered. And then, and then now it comes back into, uh, into the limelight because of the fires. It's so sad. And then we realize, and then I, I'm reading and reading and say, oh my God, yeah, that's what it is. Like, you know, and today actually, like 
the current moment in time, I actually learned about the Amazon rainforest. When I was studying it in school, I just did it for grades, you know. I was just maybe studying it for grades or whatever. But right now, I know that the Amazon rainforest is so important. Imagine that it is it has 10% of the species on Earth, and it's in it's the Brazilian uh, area. Uh, there's 20% of oxygen of this Earth comes from the Amazon rainforest because of the number of trees out there, and uh, you know which absorbs all the carbon dioxide that is ever produced on Earth. Brilliant. Uh, there are three million species out there, uh, which includes um, human, uh, one million of uh, uh, people, the indigenous people who we, you know, uh, it's so sad that, you know, everyone who's a native to a particular land is driven out of their land and it's taken over by the rich which is so sad and it's, it's the reality. It's happened in America, it's happened in India, uh, where the natives, the people who are who were there, you know, who were grounded there, they're just taken out by the rich. And then you have these skyscrapers and then you have, and I'm not against development, you know, I think it should happen. But at the same time, places like the Amazon rainforest, which we know that is so important, it's really important for uh, for the goodness of the planet. I think those should be safeguarded and we should not carry out construction develop that area or even cattle you know i think there's a lot of there's a lot of cattle farming horse breeding pig farming sheep farming breeding of animals that happens um i think it's um you know i was reading it they call it animal husbandry um so when you so what these indigenous people are really fighting about uh is that the land is uh, purposely destroyed it's put on fire because because uh, uh, because people want to you know kind of use the land to raise cattle you know breed animals for meat milk wool leather whatever it is you know so animal husbandry is what uh, is what they want to do in that area that is breeding of uh, cattle or whatever uh, for the products that they produce so um so that that is what these indigenous people are really fighting and they, uh, i was i was watching this this lady who came out you know um uh saying that this is on purpose this this fire has been put on purpose because they want us all get killed the, there are so many wild animals there 10% of species of earth which is which is out there you know you kill all of them the indigenous people they they have no place to go um and then uh you do it all for the rich. So the rich keep getting richer. The rich keep getting richer. The poor keep getting poorer. And uh, that's, that's, that's the world that we live in today. And that's really, really sad. So, um, you know, and uh, I think something needs to be done because climate change is a reality. You know, it, it, is, a, it is a bigger problem that none of us actually... Uh, can directly relate to until it really gets worse and then deforestation you know taking off all these trees and uh, the greenery which is so important for us to be able to survive on earth so um, I, I I am absolutely someone who really doesn't understand uh, the nitty-gritties or the the deep the deepness of this issue of climate change but at the same time we can see it happening it is a reality which we need to accept but how do we how do we go about you know getting everyone on board because it's not it's not america it's not america's problem it's not 
it's not the European problem. It's not a Brazilian problem because the Amazon rainforest is there. It's not an Asian problem. It's not an African problem. It is, it is a problem that exists on Earth, and we need everyone to come together, you know, to be able to fight the crisis. So, what has happened in Amazon rainforest? Uh, needs to be tackled by the world. And for that, I think we really need a president of the earth to be able to tackle the problem because we have built borders everywhere. You know, we're talking about building uh, walls to be able to keep people uh, from different nationalities, you know, uh, uh, patriots from their own countries, you know, uh, like uh, protecting themselves from the rest of the world. I'm not only talking about America. I'm talking about a global problem. There are borders everywhere. Um, and uh, that is the reason, I think, the topmost reason for us um, that is that is not helping in being able to fight this issue of climate change and deforestation. And, uh, and that's why we have so many catastrophes that are happening all across the world. So that's what I feel, but I don't know what is the right answer to it. I really do not know, but uh, it, it's crazy the way everything is just getting over, you know, one by one by one. It's it's really sad. Uh, but yeah, I mean, um, uh, that's what we got to do. You know, uh, this morning, actually, um, I, I woke up in a few minutes and I'm really, you know, I had to add a, add a C kind of a situation where a mother is crying because her son is leaving for school, uh, for college, because now holidays are over, summer holidays are over. So he was leaving today, this morning, and I was there. And uh, the mother was crying, and I was like, what the hell, yeah, this is so sad, you know. Moms are different altogether, you know, they have this... Uh, you, uh, it's it's very difficult. It's so it's so emotional. I mean, uh, even dads feel like that, but you know, moms really show the emotion. And I feel so sad. The problem with me is I can't console anybody. You know, like if someone's crying in front of me, I'm like, oh my god, what am I supposed to say to make that person feel good? I don't know what to do. You know, I kind of like I I want to run out of a, a kind of situation wherein. Uh, people are crying because I just don't know what to do. I feel, I feel, I deeply feel. I can understand, you know. Your son's going and uh, he was there for like three months or whatever and now he's going. It's it's a real sad situation of se separation. But at the same time, I just don't know what to do. It's not only this, it, it beat any kind of uh, situation. I just don't know what to say. I don't know how to console someone. And that's my biggest uh, flaw, I must say. I just, I need to learn uh, something there. But yeah, I just go dumbstruck. Like, hey, what am I going to say? I don't know what to say. I don't know. You know, I don't know how to console you. Like, forgive me. <sighs> Whatever. Anyways, um, I I think it's already, it's already 3 o'clock, right? It's about 3 p.m. I think it's 3.15 p.m. right now. And... Uh, so actually, I just uh, made lunch and I made uh, I made food for the next three days. I think two days. Yeah, it should it should last for about two days because I like I like eating homemade food. It's so important to me. Um, you know, I 
try to resist eating outside because homemade food is, you know, what really goes inside, you know, how much of oil you've put, you know, what you've put inside, you know, I exactly know what I'm eating every day of the week. So I really prefer eating homemade food and I always do, you know, it's very rarely that I eat outside. Uh, that's when, you know, um, I really didn't cook or something, something like that, or maybe I've gone out and I was out, out of town and I didn't get time to really cook, but I make an attempt really to to really cook. So today I made uh, fish and I made, uh, what is that, cauliflower flour, I think. That's, that's a vegetable I made with carrots, I think, yeah, and peas. And um, I made rice. So that's what I'm going to eat like for the next two days, like, you know, mix and match. And, uh, and, you know, recently, like, you know, earlier I used to kind of enjoy my food when I just started cooking, like I used to kind of, okay, fine. Like, you know, I, I used to eat and I kind of, uh, uh, enjoyed the food that I made. But right now, you know, very recently I'm like, oh my God, I'm just bored with what I cook. You know, I need some, I think I need some variety. I need to get uh, to I need to learn to cook something else like you know I do make noodles and things like that but I'm just getting bored with what I'm cooking right now and like maybe it's because I'm like uh, I need to experiment with some other food uh, and uh, that's what I need to do and I'm really bored and I know that it's game over you know I I understand you know if some if people don't like the food that I make you know it's understandable I don't care yeah, I'm not looking for appreciations. I'm not looking for you to say how good how good I cook because I just I'm not interested, you know. But when I myself <laughs> that's a self that's a crash of my self confidence, you know. When I myself feel that the food that I cook is ish, is is tasting shitty, then that's the attack on my self-confidence. And once I lose the self-confidence on what I'm doing, game over. Like, literally game over, you know? So now I'm thinking of really uh, trying to learn something. Maybe I'll use YouTube or whatever. But um, I need to really, um, you know, experiment with food because I'm really tired. And uh, uh, once I lose the self-confidence of what, I, what I'm doing, it's game over for me. You know, I don't care what other people really think about what I'm doing. You know, it doesn't, doesn't matter. You know, you hate it, you love it or whatever. Forget about it. But if I myself kind of hate what I'm doing, oh my God, that's game over. So I need, I'm going to, I'm planning to experiment on uh, doing something new. The other day, you know, <laughs> it was not recently. See, I, I, I know how to say tortillas now. Like, I don't make, it's been years now since like I know how to say it. But you know, when the first time when I ever asked someone to give me tortillas, I, I said it as tortillas, tortilla. And that was like a crash. What the f what am I doing? Like, you know, come on. I understand. You know, I'm not spam. I'm not, uh, I'm not Hispanic or I don't have any kind of idea about the language. Like Spanish is something that I've never come across. Like it's only the past four years, I think, that, you know, I've been around the culture and I'm learning. But uh, so I, I just remembered of how, you know, uh, I didn't know how to say this. I used to, I used to say it as tortillas, which is, which is crazy. And uh, the other day, you know, uh, so talking about self-confidence, uh, I bought tortillas and uh, 
I bought it without the dip because I wanted to eat chips. I wanted to eat as chips because that's that's what I bought, right? I bought chips. And I was like, what the hell, Vic? You know, I just couldn't eat it because the chips wanted a sauce or a dip, you know, to be dipped in and then only it would taste good. How shitty is that? Yeah, come on. If you're a chips and if you're packaged and in a bag and I buy you, you're supposed to taste good. You're an individual pack, right? So you need to taste good. I don't need to buy something else to make you taste good. So that's all about how self-confidence works. You need to be you need to be independent. You need to be I'm not talking about money power. Money is not important to have confidence. You can have all the money that you have, you know, but still not be confident. I'm talking about the belief in what you're doing, you know, and I'm not saying that I'm self-confident, you know, I do have my shitty moments. I think we all have that, you know, where you're like, oh my God, nothing's going my way. Like, what am I supposed to do? That happens. That happens to me as well. But I'm saying, hey, tortillas, what the are you doing? Like, you know, if you're coming in a package, make sure you're independent, you know what you are made to do and taste good alone. Don't be dependent on a sauce to make you taste good. So that's what I was like, you know, uh, that's what self-confidence is all about. Um, and um, uh, uh, that's what I want to say, you know, and uh, I I have I've been wanting to travel like I love traveling around the world and it's not that I want to run away from any situation I don't want to run away from anything it's just like I like experiencing like the way I like to watch comedy I watch a lot of comedy I love, love watch I watch a lot of late night shows I watch watch a lot of talk that's what I like to do. I love watching talk shows like you know talk late night shows interviews um, you know, comedy, because it's not that um, I want to, uh, I want to kind of mimic what they do. It's just that I want, I love learning. I love learning the way someone else thinks on a particular issue, a particular topic. I love that. I love that. Because see, there's, there's, there's a topic, there's a topic. Say, for example, we talk about the Amazon rainforest. Now, the way I think about it is very different from the the other 10 people in front of me would really think. So the only reason I watch a lot of talk happening, like people talking, whatever it could be, it could be comedy, late night shows, it could be a speech or whatever, is because I want to learn, I love learning the way someone really thinks about a particular topic and that's that's my biggest interest you know that's that's why i really get into um into it so so you know so that's what you know when it comes to um uh traveling around the world it's the same thing you know i want to i want to travel to thailand i want to be i want to go to malaysia i want to go to singapore i want to go to china i think those are basically asian southeast side of the world is because I want to learn their cultures. I want to I want to know who those people are. I don't know, like you know, I would not say tortillas, and I won't call I won't say torti tortillas if I knew. I knew a little bit about Spanish, about the Spanish people, Spanish or the language or whatever, you know. So I love learning about this, and that's that's what made me move to different places, maybe. 
So, uh, so that's what I want to do. I want to travel because I want to learn that. But the only problem with traveling is, uh, the, the commute, you know, to get there. Say for instance, I want to go to Thailand. I want to go to Bangkok or whatever. I have to take that flight that will take me there. And the problem with me is that flight, you know, I hate the travel time that takes that it takes me to get to some place, you know, I just hate it. Like the other day I was in Denver and uh, I was traveling there and it's like just about three hours, you know, in, in the plane. And I felt like it was a prison, you know, I just felt like I was stranded. I was just trapped on that seat. You can't move on an aircraft. You can't move in, inside there because it's whole time shaky. It's the, uh, you're not allowed to do it basically until you're going to a bathroom, you're just stuck there. And if you're traveling domestic, you don't have, you don't, you know, you just, it's, it's crazy. It's truly crazy. It's very frustrating. And that's what I really hate about. I love exploring. I would say I love exploring. I love going to a place. I love going to a destination, but the travel time that takes, it takes to really get there is a punishment. I feel that I'm like stuck in a jail like and I just feel trapped I just feel trapped and that's what I really want to avoid I wish you know there could be something that just soup you know and there I reach I reach Thailand I just reach Thailand without having to make that journey of whatever eight hours whatever it is I can't do that and I can't sleep the problem is you know I just look around so many all of them sitting around they're all sleeping you know comfortably like they have the same seat they have the same have everything same that I have, but they all sleep so well because I I just can't even sit and sleep. That's my biggest problem. So, you know, uh, I wish I could travel, but not have the travel time. And then I want darkness. And then you want that complete darkness, pin drop silence, want to be horizontal to be able to sleep. And that's what is so crazy. I, I can't nap during the day because uh, I can't do it because of the light that peeks in, you know, it comes inside the room. I can't do it unless, of course, you have those blinds of whatever. You could do something to make it dark as ever, pitch dark even in the day. But, uh, uh, and that's that's my biggest drawback. I wish I could travel to a particular destination and not have to take that flight or take that uh, dr- go drive, you know. I just want to reach there, which is never going to happen. I don't think so. There's any way out that. Uh, but anyways, um, yeah, I was actually, um, you know, talking about comedy, I was watching, uh, I was watching Michael Che, I don't know whether you've heard of him, I'm sure uh, some of you, oh, go check him out if you haven't heard of uh, the guy, so Michael Che is, is uh, he's on SNL, and uh, I think he does the, the news part of that, I don't know what that segment is called, but I was watching a little bit of him, and I love, um, you know, I love the I love his style, of course, and I loved one uh, great joke about since I've talked about traveling and I love learning cultures and, you know, uh, learning different cultures and I love diversity and I think this guy was talking about that, and um, you know, uh, so just to I I remember what he really says and it's so very much is so true that. You know, we need every, we need each other. No matter who you are, what your color is, you know, what your background is, you're rich, you're poor, whatever you are, 
whoever you are. You know, we all need each other. And he says that so beautifully. He says, I'm black, you know, and your guys need me because uh, I make shit cool, which is so true. You know, I've experienced, I have so many people, uh, African-Americans that I come across and I meet, oh my God, those guys are cool, man. Like I want to be like them. I want that coolness quotient, you know, which um, you can't really learn. It's got the, the body language is beautiful. The way they speak is so beautiful. Like we need that shit. You know, we need that shit to be the coolness, the coolness quotient. And I agree with that. Then he says, we need white people because they make shit safe, which is true. Yeah, they follow the rules, right? And then he also says, we need Asians because they make things affordable. And I would, I would definitely, if I was sitting in that room and I listened to this joke, I would be clapping and cheering and laughing because it's a sensible joke, right? It's a joke, but it's true that we need the black people because they make shit cool. We need white people because they make shit safe. And we need Asians because they actually make things affordable. So this is also a joke for what's happening in the United States wherein we're putting tariffs over tariffs over China, which is not gonna really work because Chinese goods, goods coming from China, whatever it is, you know, electronics or clothing or whatever, you know, it is, it's become affordable to people in the United States. You can't just put huge tariffs on and make those, make all those goods and make everything that's coming from China, billions in billions of dollars, just increase the tariffs because that burden is definitely going to be passed on the middle class and the poor people who can't afford it. So, you know, uh, clashing with China today is such a bad idea. I know what China is doing with Hong Kong. I know that's happening, but that is a political issue. Don't mix that with trade because ultimately it's people in the United States are going to suffer. You got to pay, we got to, we, we, you have to pay double and triple to be able to, you know, um, absorb those trade, uh, those, those high, um, whatever, you know, those, uh, tariffs that he's really put on those goods. So that's what I want to say there. And uh, Michael Che, go check him out, of course. I think SNL, you know the guy. You definitely know the guy if you're watching SNL. Um, right, so um, that's all that I wanted to really talk about and what has been happening and in my mind. And I like doing this. You know, I'll tell you why I like doing this because it gives me a platform to be able to uh, to be able to uh, say what I really think. And it's, it's very freeing. I love doing it. So uh, so that, that's the best part about it. Uh, I don't care about who I'm doing it for. Um, it's just that it makes me feel good. It helps me get out what's in my mind. And uh, that's all about it. Okay, uh, just uh, to go, before I go, I just wanted to say that um, there is this, uh, there is this, uh, there is this, uh, there is this cat. He's called Mr. B. Or the, I think his pet name is... Uh, Jumbo, he's a pet, of course. He should, he shouldn't be having a pet name. But yeah, he's Jumbo. He's twenty six pounds. That's about that's if you're if you don't know what uh, if you want to convert him to kgs, it's eleven kgs. He's available at an animal shelter in Philly. And the guy, the cat, uh, he's become a star. He's become an internet star. But you must look at his face. He's so he's so self confident. You know that that's what I like about cats. They're so fucking 
self-confident that they don't really care about all this attention, you know. Uh, you could you could feed him for life. You could be someone who's feeding that cat. But if that cat doesn't like you, even if you're feeding it, it doesn't like you, you know. So it's very, very honest with its love. That's 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 the difference between a cat and a dog. And I want, don't want to get there because I love dogs. I really love dogs. They're, they're so obedient. They're so loving. They're so all over the place. But if I ever own a dog, the first thing I'm going to tell the dog is, Hey, you, stop being so obedient to me. No, you don't need to. Only if you want to, you can be. But if you don't want to, please disobey me. You know, be rude. Even if I'm feeding you, no, I'm not important. So that's the first thing that I want to teach a dog because I can't stand someone being so so obsessive and so like, oh my God, give me that attention. Oh, I can't because... That's that's a difference about cats, and I don't want to get there because I love dogs as well. I love both uh, both the species. They're both different in their own way, but cats are very independent. They're very self confident. They don't care about what you think about them. You know, they they just like they love themselves, and that's the best part about it. Uh, so right, so this is uh, this is a good good check him out. It's an animal shelter in Philly. The name is Mr. B Jumbo, twenty six pounds. So that's what I wanted to really talk about it. Uh, talk talk to you about before signing off and another thing is um how about uh how about it being the no pants day how sad is it that it's uh it's uh the no pants day i mean it's going to be uh no pants days for the next eight months like how does it feel i feel shitty about it you know i'm kind of like what the hell like just three months of the sun although i complained about how hot it is and how shitty it is or whatever but no you know I still want that. I still want that. I don't want the cold. I don't want any kind of feeling of cold on my body. But whatever. Anyways, um, I, uh, I. That's what. That's what. All. That's what was on my mind, and I, I got it out uh, by just yapping in front of my microphone. <laughs> How shitty is that? But I did it. Anyways, uh, you know, actually, I was listening to um, Biggie. And uh, uh, Juicy was a song that I was actually listening to. And I thought, yeah, let me just, let me just play it. Let me just play it. And uh, yeah, it is. I'm sure you've listened to it. You know what it is. Now we ship, we sip champagne when we test it. <laughs> How cool is that? Anyways, uh, hey man, if you're listening, thank you so much for listening. I don't really deserve it, but whatever, you know, I do get a few. I think uh, I've, I've got three listeners now who really listen to me. And I'm appreciative, you know, because I don't deserve it. But anyways, thanks. Bye then. <laughs>